The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there's like... (laughs) This is wrong. The overlay is wrong. I didn't even think about this. We're still technically in Child Free Convention Studio. (laughs) You see the background? Oh, it happened. We're live. Okay. We're live everywhere. That's all right. Yeah. Um, No, I know. I have to fix that in real time. So you do your thing and I'll... I'll Things happen. Anyway, hello. Welcome to Twick. I'm Cody. I'll be one of your co-hosts today. And I'm Lenora. I'll be the other co-host slash... Uh, tearing down the studio that we're currently in and rebuilding in real time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, TWIC stands for This Week in Child Free, and we talk about recent articles, events, happenings in and around the child-free sphere. So if you'd like to submit something for us to maybe discuss in a future episode, feel free to email us at childfreemedia at gmail.com and put put TWIC, T-W-I-C, in the subject line so it stands out and we know why you're emailing us. but before we start, quick shout out to StreamYard for providing the streaming platform for us to use and enjoy. And a shout out to Child Free Wealth, a financial plan, uh, financial planning that supports your life without kids. For more information, please check out childfreewealth.com. So with that said, this is live, clearly, as how we uh, entered into the, <laughs> the, the stream here. Um, we, if, if you're watching us live, you can comment and ask questions and we'll... Uh, We'll engage with you if, if, if it's uh, pertinent to what we're talking about. Hopefully it is. Anyway, uh, if this is in the future, uh, well, you can still comment and we'll we'll talk to you then too. So anyway, without further ado, let's get into what we're doing and why we're here. Some articles that have come across uh, my way and some folks have submitted some. Uh, this is from the latimes.com. Uh, the heading is, the thought of ending up old and alone can be terrifying. It doesn't have to be that way. And if you hear rain, it's raining right now. I don't know if you can pick that up on the mic or not. Um, I, okay, okay. I, can, I can hear that. That's fine. I am so still- this is like kind of a ask a question, it looks like. So dear Liz, my wife and I have no children to take care of us in our old age, and I'm scared to death regarding what will happen to the surviving spouse when one of us dies or we become incapacitated. We are 69 and 67 respectively, and I think a lot of boomers, in quotations, are facing this issue. Any thoughts? And so you have any thoughts, Lenore, before we dive into that question? (laughs) I'm multitasking. Uh, No, it's good. Like, I I feel this sounds like it's actually an, an article of substance and something that is an ongoing conversation that shouldn't be shied away from. And, and I just wanted to say, before we go into it, I had a comment on one of my Instagram, um, that uh, personal Instagram, about someone actually admitting that that is a fear of theirs, is dying alone. But they said that doesn't mean that's a reason to have children. So I just I, I, I just share that to say that it's, it's a relevant topic and it's good to discuss because if we can... I, I'm not saying there's a way to take away the fear because... Mm. Everyone, it's unknown for everybody, but I'm I'm glad that this is. Yeah, sounds like something of substance. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, you can you can have twenty kids and still die alone in mm-hmm. you know an accident or in the middle of the desert. I don't know what's happening, but um, you know, there there's no guarantees that someone's going to hold your hand at that stage of life. It's nice to think that it 
could happen. And, and if they do, happen, do you, but would you like them? Like that, the person good. holding your hand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's anyway. see what Liz says. Liz, her answer, uh, consider getting a copy of the book, Essential Retirement Planning for Solo Agers, a retirement and aging roadmap for single and childless adults uh, by certified retirement coach, uh, Sarah Gerber. Um, the Next Avenue site also has a wealth of information on how to prepare for aging and incapacity if you don't have kids or don't have ones you can rely on. Well, that, that's an important statistic as well. Um, Gerber provides uh, far too much valuable information to summarize it here, but one important strategy is to create a strong social network. Uh, not only can this combat social isolation and loneliness, which are, which are dangerous to your health as smoking, but these folks can help look out for you and vice versa. By the way, that is an amazing book. We did a book club uh, in, in Childhood Club Clubhouse back in 2021. And we did a six week read through of that book. And it was it was very eye opening, very helpful. So I definitely recommend it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, if your social circle is small or you're out of habit of making new friends, consider activities that put you in contact with others, such as volunteering, taking classes or joining exercise groups. Uh, also check out the village to village network, a nonprofit that helps people age in place by encouraging groups of neighbors to help one another with rides, services, activities, etc. I'm thinking these are all us centric. So if you're outside of, uh, the United States of America may not be pertinent, but Hey, start one in your area. Um, Let's see. I'm going to skip around a little bit. I don't want to read all this word for word. Uh, let's see. Every adult needs uh, an, uh, an advanced healthcare directive, such as the free ones at Prepare for Your Care. I guess that's a link here. Um, these documents allow someone you trust to make health decisions if you should become incapacitated. It's okay to name your spouse, but you should also at least have one uh, and preferably two more backups. Um, good ideas there. And that's it. That was that was that's really all they had. Two to or offer. more backups, man. That's stretching even for me. <laughs> Don't take a road trip with them if you're if you're well, doing that. Well, uh, one, let's see. One. So, uh, kind of a vanilla answer. I mean, yeah, like. I guess the way I look at this is, since mm. these people, this person identifies as a boomer, someone 69, 70, um, it's it's hopefully going to be a lot different for like the Gen Xers and younger when we reach that age of, uh, you know, preparing for, you know, the next steps, the final steps, whatever they may be, because we live in this information age. Like if you want to reach right. out and, and meet people, uh, we're more apt to be able to do it. Like it, it's just kind of yeah. being ingrained in us, especially the millennials and the Z's. Um, it's like, I kind of say like, if, if you want to be um, alone or not be in touch with people like that's going to be almost like completely your choice because there's the, the, the internet is a vast wealth of contact points. And if you want to make contact with people uh, it's, it's out there. Was this the only answer? That was the only question? answer that it really gave. Yeah. Because, I, I skipped the paragraph, honestly, but it, it seems. Uh, bottom line is it's very, it's, it's very like, like I'm all for paperwork. I'm all for this kind of paperwork. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't quite answer the emotional aspect of it. Yeah. That's how, like, for me, it's very, it, it's very, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, not clinical, but 
it's kind uh, of it's 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 like okay there there's the legal there's a legal aspect there's the the stuff that like that is important because otherwise yeah. you know depending on your local laws they're going to assign who your next of kin to take care of you all that good stuff if you sh should you need it um but there's the emotional aspect and and that's the thing like part of the the challenge of of talking about this subject as child free people is like we get the knee-jerk reaction to well sure you can have a nurse you can have hospice care whatever but they're not going to care for you a again we have the millions of stories of of people who are you know supposed to care for you who just throw you into a retirement home type of thing so again kids are not necessarily or even blood relatives are not necessarily going to guaranteed to provide you with the emotional care of it but like you said like the social circle well i mean they say that at the beginning it's just mm -hmm. You know, it's, I feel like it's written by someone that really doesn't know. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, or, or know? truly understand like the, the child free community, because I do think that we are evolving with time as well. Yeah. You know, like again, the, these like safety nets in place for us, you know, the, the contacts that child free people can make on social media and have kind of a buddy check system and, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe two people, uh, meet two two men two women whatever they're across the country from each other and they each are married and have spouses and each one of the spouses dies and now they're by themselves they might literally like just buddy up and move into the same house or the same retirement community together who knows like but i i, I think the next gen is going to be more apt to like try something different versus just wheel me into the old folks home and there we go i'm really curious if ai is playing a part in these discussions in in elder care and anyone that works in that industry like as far as I mean there's I'm talking more the physical aspect of it like you know um ride share stuff like that you know mm -hmm. the emotional component well that's yeah. that's different but I'm I'm really curious as to cuz again like th these are people are if they're already what in their late 60s early 70s so that's that they're dealing with that now mm -hmm. our generation because we're in our 40s, our generation, it's going to be really curious to see how solutions or what solutions appear. And hopefully yeah. it's because there are more child-free people in those spaces developing solutions. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that the child, you know, child-free people, whether they belong to the online community or not, I, I kind of mm -hmm. hope that it spurs some ideas amongst us to, to develop and and not just from a North American perspective either. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it kind of goes into what we talk about as well, um, often in, in the child-free communities where I don't know their situation. It just says they don't have kids. It doesn't say why. Right, yeah. So, I mean, this um, could very so well be childless. They, 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 they may be childless. And uh, it's to me, it is a little bit of a different mindset of mm -hmm. planning for that future. Um with child-free people, we definitely plan on what, who's going to take care of us, how are we going to take care of ourselves in the future. So again, like, I think by the time I'm 69, 70, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to be worried about this question. Like, dear yeah. Liz, don't worry. I'm not going to write you. And I'm Twix good. should be running on its own by this point. <laughs> well, point. the AI will have taken it over. 
Um, you'll, you'll have, they'll be hosting like, the convention for us. So we won't it, have to moderate anymore. It'll be an AI version of us. It'll have all of our voice <gasps> and mannerisms yes. and perfect. We just, yeah. We can just forever do. We need to get on that and we need to copyright yeah. that. And we need to just like, yeah, we, we have to have the, a well, the AI for Lenora and Cody needs to evolve with time, but to um, the future AI overlords, I do not give you permission to <laughs> utilize my likeness without my permission or my voice, whatever. An right, extraordinary uh, payment. Yeah. That goes right. for me too. All right. So okay. next up, we've got upworthy.com. Uh, let's see. Childless people over 50 are honestly reflecting on whether they made the right decision. I feel like AI got on board with this topic and just spit out a bunch of articles. I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, spoiler alert in, in little headings. It says they're totally fine with it. And that's the difference. Like, but it's saying childless. I think they might mean child free. Right. We'll See, find out. And this is this is something where did we ask? Okay, by the way, if anyone isn't familiar, we also hosted the child free convention. People have been referring to us as hosts, which I really like. We don't we use moderators, but I, I like I like the hosting aspect. I never thought of that. But did we ask this question? We asked this question to the child free and childless alliance panel, but I don't about the media, did we not? It's it's kind of a blur now, but did we ask I we, how? I think we did. I think we did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think we did. Like how we'll it's perceived it if they, if they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. if they, yeah. see, when they see a childless article, they're fine with it, but it, it's not relevant to the child free. I mean, well, well right here, the fair for people who decide not to have children. So this is child free, not right. childless. So Upworthy, uh, Todd Perry, it, it should say child free, but. No hate. Thanks for writing the article. At least it's something. Um, so the heading, the article goes on to say people who decide not to have children are often unfairly judged by those who choose a different life path. People with children can be especially judgmental to women who've decided to opt out of motherhood. In quotation marks, you'll regret it is one of the most common phrases lobbed at those who choose to remain childless. That's child free. But anyway, um, I'm adding that in because I use the term childless again. So why do people think they'll have such awful regrets? Because they often say they'll wind up lonely and sad when they're older. Uh, they also say that life without children is without purpose. And that when the uh, childless get older, again, they mean child free, they'll have no one to take care of them. Uh, one of the most patronizing critiques thrown at childless women, again, child free women, is they will never feel complete in quotation marks, feel complete, unless they have a child. Uh, I'm going to scroll a little bit here and just kind of see what else they dive into. Um, studies have shown that some people regret being, again, I'm going to say child, I'm just going to change childless to child free because it, it's not making sense as I read it. Um, studies have shown some people regret being child free when they get older, but they're in the minority. An Australian researcher found that a quarter of, and now they're saying child free women, I'm with a hyphen. I'm so confused. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> this is why definitions and words are important. Yes. Um, found that a quarter of child, it actually says child free with a hyphen women, came to regret the decision once they were past childbearing age and began contemplating old age alone. Oh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, people revealed the reasons they've decided to be childless. I don't even know what the person means by childless at this point, but we'll find out. <laughs> Um, in an article in the upshot, uh, the top answers were the desire for more leisure time, the need to find a partner, the inability to afford childcare. I mean, they're making it sound like, 
like like you should just bypass those three reasons like it, 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 don't worry about your personal time and your mental health space don't worry about oh, finding a partner who's going to be in a loving relationship with you and help raise a child exactly and who cares if it costs a lot of money like these that, are that's the thing that's pronatalism <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is it's, it's always been like that though it because yeah. it, it's selfish because and and again again this is towards women primarily not men yeah it's that you know you dare put your needs first, like your, uh, your need to be able to pay for said child. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's fascinating because, you know, and actually we had a parent on and during the convention who shared mm -hmm. this about ha having to have uh, the children live with other family members for a time. Mm -hmm. So there are parents that have to make those decisions to, you know, find other care for their kids, not just during the day, but for a while so that they can get their bearings together and, yeah. you know, dealing with that, whatever guilt or whatever is thrown at them, which is unfair, mm -hmm. you know, to a point it's just, you know, <laughs> but, but again, nobody, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, but nobody, nobody cares unless you have a child and then yeah. they do nothing to, or pronatalism and, and, as a byproduct, some particular people don't care about the quality of life for the parents or the children as long as they exist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, we as the child free don't we don't get any social credit for um, considering the the None. options and, you know, the the, the others out there. Um, but do you want it, social credit? I mean, this is speaking not, for not, yourself. No, not I no, not really. I don't care. At, okay. uh, uh, but it, it bothers me for the sense of the community as a whole, not right. so much me as an individual and myself. So it, okay. because I, I'm not like necessarily challenged on a daily basis for being mm -hmm. child free, where there are people that are literally challenged going to work every day and made to feel less than because they don't have kids. Right. That's where I think it, that social credit needs to be given some, uh, mm -hmm. some weight to. Yeah. Um, so it looks like they scrape Reddit here for some, I'm thinking this might, be a little AI assisted, who knows? Uh, see, Reddit user asked a quote unquote, they put serious question in quotation marks. Let's see what this leads into about being childless uh, to the Ask Reddit sub forum and received a lot of honest answers. They asked uh, people over 50 that chose to be child free, do you regret your decision? Why or not? Why not? Uh, the people responded were overwhelmingly happy with their decision to not have children. And these are, again, people that fit that demographic they're asking for over 50, I'm assuming. Uh, a surprising a surprising number said they felt positive about their decision because they thought they'd be lousy parents. Others said they were happy to have been uh, able to enjoy more free time than their friends and family members who had kids. Um, here are some responses. Why is okay. that surprising? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Asking as a child-free person. Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna I'm gonna skip over these. Never, like the number never one heading okay. is it, it says never had any desire, and then it goes Good. into what they talked about. One says no desire, period, no regrets, period. Uh, number three, mixed feelings. Okay, this one says mm -hmm. I have mixed feelings. I don't care much for children, and I think it would have been disastrous for us to have them. I was also able to retire at 52. Good for you. Pretty sure that wouldn't have been wouldn't have happened with kids. So yeah, absolutely the right decision. So. And again, just to kind of parlay off of what they're saying about pretty sure this wouldn't have happened without kids. A lot of people like to latch on to that and be like, well, parents can retire at 52 as well. 
Yes, they can. But this person is speaking about their own personal experience and what happened to them and the fact that they were able to retire at 52 and how not having kids um, helped with that. Oh, here's a familiar face. I was just going to say, wait, wait a, a second. Why is Kristen is here? Kristen. <laughs> is she getting, guys... she getting some royalties for this? Uh... I, I don't know. They, they keep using her image. If anyone's um, watching this, uh, there's why is that video playing? It's from The Guardian. It's The Guardian. Like... So Upworthy oh, has scraped the... both Reddit and The Guardian for their responses. On oh, this, it's I a guess. Jiffy, whatever. So that's yeah. Tatsy. You guys know her as the author of The Age of the Child and my co-host from Child for Girls podcast. Okay. I'm going to let her know that like, hey, you showed up in our, in our podcast. <laughs> you you unwillingly showed up. Yes. Um, she's, she's now like a meme. That's awesome. I have to let her right. know. She'll be so happy. So num number four, they never visit. Uh, this person goes on to say, my wife worked at a nursing home for years. Imagine seeing... Imagine seeing for years over 95% of the old people never had family visit uh, till they die and people want a piece of your pie. This is when I learned that the whole, well, who's going to take care of you when you're older, quotation mark, line is completely BS. Uh, we decided not to have kids ever after that. Uh, made great friends and saw the world, no regrets. So, um, and in my one of my past corporate working lives. I worked in a retirement community as well. And I can attest that, yeah, uh, a lot of the people that live in retirement communities, nursing homes, assisted livings, they, they have kids, a lot of them, the very few minority individuals didn't have kids. Like they just decided to live there themselves or whatever. They weren't able to live in their house anymore. But the vast majority of them, I spoke to their adult children while we're going through the paperwork of moving them in. So, um, can, yeah, I ask no a per can I ask a personal question? Sure. Let's see if you answer. I mean, I, I okay. So your parents, your wife's parents, do do I is there an oblig or is there an expectation that you and your wife will look after your parents at any point, or are I they self-sustaining? Like as far as you, what you can tell. I mean, I think they're they're self-sustaining to to of course to a degree, but you never know what's going to happen down the road. I think hmm. with all parents, there's kind of an unwritten hope and a belief maybe that the kids are going to take care of them, and and you know there is a, a feeling of you know responsibility and and uh, gravitas to to making that decision. You know, hmm. it, it depends on what what people think it means to take care of someone when they're older. Right. Like you there's, know, there's such a thing as visiting. Like right now I go and see my dad, he's 67 and we go play ball in the park. Like, I mean, he's, and yeah. he's made it clear like he's not, they have their plans in place for having people cook for them and clean. And it has nothing to do with me or my brother. Like we're, that's not our responsibility. There's so there's visiting and being like emotional support, but then there's actually yeah. being the physical caregiver or having them in your home looking after them that way. Like, so I'm just wondering if, if, and anyone in the audience, feel free to answer that question. Yeah, too. Chime like, in. Is well, there and, a, has there been a discussion? If, is that, a, do you feel obligated? Like it's, it's just curious just to know, because again, like the pushback that, that we see online is, is people going, well, don't expect anyone to care for you <laughs> since you didn't have kids. So it's like, you're going to a, a nursing home and they go, Oh, you didn't have kids. Sorry. No nurse who is someone else's yeah, child. Yeah, no not going to take care of you. You get the robot. <laughs> right, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's silly, but yeah. nobody wants to talk about it. They don't want to talk about if they're taking care of their parents or whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's just a curious conversation to, to have. I mean, yeah. As, as 
if someone is a parent, like, do they expect, what do they mean by that to take, be taken care of by the, do they expect to literally move into your house and, and you to basically be their, their nurse for lack of a better term to, you know, mm -hmm. bathe them, feed them medicine. Like you essentially have to quit your job to do that. Right. Oh, yeah. A lot of people do a lot of, they, they become caregivers for their family members. They, they, I've met dozens and dozens of them that had to quit their job to take care of their parents. Uh, and it, it, what does the parent want? Do, you know, some people, some parents say, I don't want to be a burden. Like mm -hmm. they're not, they're not afraid of a retirement home or assisted living because they don't want to be a burden on their kids. But that goes completely against what, you know, quote unquote, the internet society tells us is that, oh no, you, you want your kids to take care of you. But not all parents want that. I mean, well, well that too. And, 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 have they prepared so they can, I'm going to say financially compensate their kid because if you're, let's say you're a single person taking care of your parent and you have to quit your job, then what? Like, are you moving in? Like, like it's, <laughs> there's a lot yeah. to consider and, yeah. and you, you can't, you can only plan so far because you don't know how the future holds. So it's yeah. just, actually, I think we could mine Twitter for, for caregiver and not, not even from a childhood perspective, but just, adult caregivers in general, their, their take on the situation. Cause that's Twitter's a place people vent about stuff like that, mm -hmm. but there's the reality of, of being a, a caregiver, like when you're the child and they're the parent, it's, it's, it's different. And yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Number five says it wasn't an option. Uh, let's see what they mean by here. Um, I don't necessarily regret not having them, but I regret the fact that I wasn't in a healthy enough relationship where I felt I could have children. Mm -hmm. I regret not being stronger to leave the abuse earlier. If I'd been stronger, I think I could have had the choice to at least, uh, had the choice at least. Um, and this person says, so yeah, I have regrets. Um, so that so, to me is childless by circumstance or if mm -hmm. they want to use child free by circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. I always uh, remember that find it interesting because when people go childless or child or child free by circumstance, they assume it's a medical thing, but not always a case. And that's a comment to point out. Yeah. Well, and but, I mean, there's, a, there people don't want to ever think about they themselves dying or that their kids are going to die, that they're going to outlive their kids. So, I mean, that's the whole, I mean, the whole, what if arguments when people say, well, who's going to take care of you when you're older? It's like, well, you, I mean, you can't 100% expect your kids to take care of you for mm -hmm. a myriad of reasons. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And again, uh, they might not like you. You might not like them. Yeah, which I think was stated above. It's like, if they like you or they yeah. want you. Um, number six, grandkids are cooler. Don't know where this is going to go. Well, well, um, I can. Okay, I'll, I have a comment already on that. Go ahead. Okay, let's, let's see what it says. Um, it says, no, period. Uh, I knew what I was getting into when I agreed to marry my husband. He had two sons from his first marriage. Okay, and a vasectomy. He was worried because I was so young. Comparatively, he's 10 years. He's 10 years older. Uh I don't, I did think it over seriously and concluded that a life with him compared to a life without him, uh, without him, but with a baby didn't even have, have yet was what, I, what, how, I can't read this. Am I not reading well today? Okay. Let's um, see. I did think it was over seriously. I did think it was over seriously. He concluded that a life with him compared <laughs> so to a life made. without him, but perhaps exclamation mark with a baby i didn't ever have yet 
It's just missing punctuation. I, yeah. Was what I wanted. It worked out for us. Okay. It, it's yeah. look edit. Doesn't so edit. so she's got edit bonus. She's got bonus okay. grand grandkids. So this person is is okay. would probably say that they're child free, but they married someone that has kids, and so she's got grandkids. Nine grandchildren. Look, yeah. look, and how many of them is she having to raise? That's my actual question. I want to know. Well, it says all the fun without the work of raising. So we'll but who knows. I, well, but that's a lucky situation because with that many yeah. grandkids. There's usually some something that happens where the grandkids have to hang out more often than not. Like it's not this is why like I I won't get into a relationship with someone who has children even if their kids are adult the children are adults because those kids have kids and then sometimes they go through hard times and need someone to look after. Like I it's just all around you have to think you have to think beyond just the original like the first uh, or the next generation, because there's another, the next mm -hmm. next generation, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, but to be fair, as an aunt, kids are cooler when they're not directly yours. <laughs> well, what, but here you go. And I, I've seen in real life where the step parent is not cared for by the children of the spouse when the spouse dies like they're left yeah. so again there's no guarantee that these nine grandkids are going to take care of this person if something I, happens to the husband gonna, i don't know but i'm just saying like I've, I've seen that happen oh and that's i don't know if that's typical but i will say because i have my brother and i have told our dad that if if he goes before his wife who is child-free by choice, like, we, and we absolutely love her, and she would remain in our family, like, again, there, she also does not, like, they've set themselves up so they're not relying on us as caregivers, but as far as the emotional support and, like, just being a part of the family, like, mm -hmm. there's absolutely no way that, that if something happened to our dad, like, she would still be a part of our family, but so we, think but we happen to like her, and she's actually, like, yeah. a lovely person, so that, has you know has a lot to do with it too so i think i've got a, a, a like a, a a two word response whenever someone is like well who's going to take care of you when you're older just be like family dynamics because they're all different like mm -hmm. you can't just expect like oh yeah it's family dynamics like who's there's no guarantees out there for anybody really nope um let's see number seven i'd be a bad parent uh let's see not one bit. I never believed that I would be a good parent. I have a short temper. And while I don't think I would have been physically abusive, my words and tone of voice would be harsh and very similar to the way, uh, and similar to the way to my, of my own father. Uh, I wasn't happy growing up with that kind of parent and I wouldn't want to subject a child to that kind of parenting. So again, like to a person like that or a child-free person in general that says, I don't feel like I would be a good parent society still says well you never know you never know like or they don't or they I, I haven't seen anyone really give a good answer to that yeah like be, because th there are people or there are trolls i guess trolls are people too who go oh you know it's good that or you would be a lousy parent so thank you for not passing on blah 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 and they say it as a snide remark and some people you know feel that they wouldn't be good parents um and 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 rightly so, but I think, I think it was actually I think it was Kristen who said that you know, the bad parents are rarely self-aware and they have kids anyway. So I think the fact that a person is self-aware enough is an indication that they wouldn't be as bad of a parent as they would think, and that's not to talk them into having kids. Yeah, so. I mean, again, it kind of shines a light on that child-free people 
aren't given any credit for their self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, know, give us give us some credit here. Uh, number eight, I'd rather be the cool uh, and and uncle. So that's enough to be said there. Um, number nine, loneliness is underrated. Okay, uh, fifty-four years old. I've lived the past thirty years alone. Presently, my dog and I are chilling in a nice hotel on a spur of the moment vacation. Uh, I'd maybe be a grandfather by now? Question mark. Uh, I can't imagine what it would be like to have a family. I picture a life. Uh, I picture a life lived more "quote unquote" normally. Sometimes, uh, all sunshine, roses, white picket fences, etc. But I realize real life isn't like that. This, yeah. Uh, no, I don't regret being child-free or wife-free for that matter. My life can be boring at times, but then I look back at all the drama that comes with relationships and I think I've dodged a bullet. I spent 20 years trying to find a wife. I spent 20 years trying to find a wife to start a family. Then I realized the clock had run out. So F it. All the money I'd saved for my future family would have been spent on myself. Um, it says, hmm, what do I want to buy myself for Christmas? And then it's got a. Okay. So this is a dude. Yeah, this a is dude. a guy saying this. Okay. Yeah. So couple things. Again, this is more like a child-free by circumstance situation. That is also not loneliness. <laughs> that is being alone, two very different things. And being alone is definitely underrated. Um, you can have men can can procreate until like the day they die at 98. So I don't, I mean, if he still wanted to have kids. And if he had money, I'm sure he could find a woman that would like, okay, I need someone to have a kid with or whatever. If he really wanted that route, like it's, it's different for guys. Again, and I'm not bingoing this person, but there's a couple plot holes I have with, with this thing. Um, 20 years and this person's 70. Thirty years. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah they Dude. spent twenty. They spent twenty years trying to find a wife, which doesn't make sense that you started at the age of one uh, or four, wow. I guess. So twenty years looking, and well, then well, let's say from twenty to thirty years th- alone. From twenty, he did from twenty to thir- twenty. No, twenty to forty. Twenty to forty. Yeah. But but look, okay, not knocking men. Um, twenty to forty. Like, give yourself some credit. You. Men, okay, the, the men that I know tend to age better as I get older. So it's like you you kind of use the awkward years to go find somebody. He could, He's only 54. He could find somebody now. Again, not saying he should have children. Thank you, Melinda. Al Pacino at 70-something with a new baby. Mm. You know, and I, so I, w- when it comes to guys, like there's, he's, he still could find somebody in another 20 years. Like it's not, it's, and still have a child. Oh yeah, yeah. I there's there's you could again, you could you could yeah. Honestly, it's just it's it's stuff like that. Like, look, I'm really How many being of these are super. There? I'm not reading all. The, okay, I'm being super nitpicky when it comes to that particular thing because it's not quite like there there's a little more to it than that. He's a yeah. guy. He's only 54. He can still procreate and doesn't have to do a bulk of like the heavy lifting <laughs> really you know so anyway yeah. um is right. there no diaper I'm, I'm saying i'm saying hit the numbers up so number 10 no diaper changes and no regrets great uh number 11 zero desire again like okay. we understand what that means number 12 dink dual income no kids great lifestyle uh 13 is some regrets so over 50 and child free with the space uh 
My only regret is that my wife would have been a great mother. And sometimes I feel like I deprived her of that, even though we both agreed we didn't want kids. Then why do you feel like you deprived your wife of kids if she didn't want kids either? That that sounds weird. But well, uh, so okay, let's I think the rest of it will answer. Uh, maybe sometimes I wonder if I pushed her into that decision. Okay. She works with uh, the elderly every day and sees a lot of lonely folks. So it gets, her, it gets to her sometimes. And I was always afraid I'd screw up the parenting thing. So I was never really interested in the idea. I'm a loner by nature though. So, I'm, I mean, this is, a, that, that's a good thought. That's a really good thought. I feel too, like part of the conversation that's missing, and this is something we could consider for 2024 convention is self-actualizing as an older person. You know, mm -hmm. I think this is something that was addressed in our very first convention back in 2021 when we did the, the child, like child-free 50 and over panel. And mm -hmm. it was Lizette who had said, you know, she described herself as like a self-actualizing person and, and that she was, you know, interested in herself and just the way she worded it. I, I never forgot that because I feel like it's a, you know, it's one thing when we're you know, in our 20s, 30s and 40s and, we're in, and life is happening rather rapidly and we still have our careers or still trying to figure that stuff out. But I and and I know we have people of various ages on panels that we've talked about, but I think to narrow it down to the concept of self-actualizing because previous generations, and I'll think of even my grandparents, that, that just wasn't the conversation. It was just this assumption, everyone lives this way. And I'm speaking from a Canadian perspective here. You know, this is, here's a couple options, but yeah, I mean, I do have a great auntie who's 96 and uh, until recently she was living alone, still active and curling and on boards and she's still on social media and she's still interested in even like she you know she likes all the child free stuff that i post on my personal facebook page so i mean i i just feel like and and i i honestly live in a city where i see people of like elderly people out about living still driving and 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 that's their full intention is to live that way you know mm -hmm. and that's inspiring i just think again this conversation of what elderly means is is misguided and we don't have enough conversation about self-actualizing because you know you don't have to be put out to pasture yeah and not everyone's gonna have you know i mean there's there's other factors to consider but generally i think you know i the more more we can highlight how to well just be a friend to yourself but again that doesn't mean you're not going to have people it's just mm -hmm. stupid assumptions anyway yeah yeah all right, let's go to the next one here. Uh, this is from uh, scmp.com, which is, what does that stand for? Uh, South China something. Oh, well, maybe it'll get into it. Um, so childless Chinese finance expert with late stage breast cancer issues a, in quote, no children warning to couples sparking online family debate. And the, bu the bullet points are before getting cancer, finance guru says she was a workaholic who hardly slept. Second bullet point, columnist says people who do not have children should consider the consequences of their decision, uh, their decision can have later in life. Um, this is by Alice Yang in Shanghai. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
a famous financial columnist and commentator in China with late stage breast cancer has advised young people who do not plan on having children to prepare psychologically and financially in case they become ill later in life. So just right off that first paragraph, child-free people do. We, we do like that. Yeah. <laughs> if, yes. if you, if you take the initiative to mentally agree that you are a child-free person to verbally say that you are a child-free person you you are choosing that lifestyle and planning for it so like again i feel like these are people who don't understand what child-free means trying to talk to us like we don't know what we're doing and we know mm -hmm. exactly what we're doing um I already have a lot of thoughts, but keep reading. <laughs> All right. So uh, married 50-year-old Yi Tan disappeared from public life a year ago after being diagnosed with cancer. Following treatment of, of the disease, doctors told her earlier this month that the cancer cells were no longer detectable in her body. Well, congratulations. Um, in an interview with the new site, uh, ifeng.com, uh, Yi reflected on her decision to not have children. Let's see. Uh, she said she was seriously ill last year. She regretted not having a child when she was younger. And in her quote, I was asking myself if I made the wrong decision. I worked hard. I, I worked so hard in my job, but it seemed that my life was not as good as that of others with a child. I really doubted myself at the time. I was too weak and didn't have a clear mind. She added. Wait, okay. so did she just refute what she just said before well, by that, not having a clear I, that's mind. That's how I'm taking it, yeah. <laughs> um, she said she found other uh, patients and their and the nannies she hired to care for her uh, all have children who were their spiritual pillar, in quotation marks, spiritual well, the pillar. The children are their spiritual pillar. Okay, there's danger in that too, but all right. Yeah, all right. Um, let's see, and more quotes. When they talked about their children, saying things like, my son helped me make a hospital appointment and my kid told me not to worry about medical bills and they will pay. Uh, their eyes gleamed and they smiled merrily. Uh, let's see, eventually she said she found a way to ease her conflicted feelings. And he goes on to say, I can... Uh, seek other spiritual support like Buddhism. Finally, I realized that life without a child is not necessarily bad. So that kind of goes, does that go against the heading? I felt like they were going to try to lean this in another direction, yeah. but yeah. Um, so she seems okay with not having kids. Uh, let's see. Any more quotes? All of my happiness comes from my work. If you made me responsible for a child for a long time and dealt with his or her trivial matters every day, it would not be acceptable to me so if i were a mother i would not be a responsible mother in other people's eyes so interesting okay um when you age and you are sick no one looks after you by no one no one looks after you by your bedside uh what's more you do not have much money what can you do then many people will regret having no children she says uh, so for those who choose to have no child, I suggest you prepare psychologically for the future pressures from the people around you and yourself. Another preparation you should make is to have enough savings in the bank. I mean, hello, go watch child free convention 2023 <laughs> and 2022. And I think even 2021, we address a lot of this stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the last paragraph and see if it sums up anything here. Um, Let's see. Is this the same person? I see quotation marks, but no name. Um, 
Okay, this is, oh, I think it's from other people. Yeah. It says, however, some people took a different view. And this is in a quotation mark. I am 60 years old. My wife and I have been uh, Dink, D-I-N-K, dual income, no kid, for 33 years. We've never regretted it. And we are still happy, one person said. Um, let's see. Another person says, I work at an oncology department for a hospital. I see many elderly pa uh, patients come here for medical treatment alone or accompanied by their partners. Very few children frequently visit their parents. They do not have much time. So the most important thing is money. Again, it, it just we've this is stuff we all have said and regurgitated yeah. over and over again. Um, so interesting article. I, again, I, I didn't think it was going to take this direction, but it again, it it kind of reaffirms everything that we're saying. It's like, yeah, yeah. Just prepare. Like if and, you're child free, you, you've prepared. And quite honestly, so my mom died when she was 47. So I was 22 and my brother was 19 when she passed. And leading up to there was there's four months that she was hospitalized before she died. And and she was really ill. And the thing is, is she all I mean, I was working. I had a career. My brother was just out of high school, and so he was working. He postponed college because mom fell ill, and he was still living at home. I had moved out years before. But, you know, when people talk about that, and again, she died at 47, and it's just her attitude was like, my children need to have lives. Like, she never I, – I would make a point to visit her in the hospital as much as possible. Um, she never wanted my brother to feel like he had to because she understood, especially – like the psychological aspect of, of having to visit a, you know, a parent, like, again, she was, my brother's more sensitive. So he was, you know, she was really protective of him and not making him feel like he had to be there because, you know, so I, when, when people use that, again, I think of my own experience with, with ha like losing a parent young and just going like, say she had a child at 50, like, you know, her kid could be 20 or could be younger it doesn't matter because you're still like when, when I think of myself as a 22 year old, I was, you know, I had a music career. I was a violin teacher at that time and a performer. And it was weird because I was responsible for my life. I had a mother who was ill and who was clearly dying. So there was the, okay, I need to visit her, but I also have to like, life is still going on. Like life doesn't stop. Right. My life doesn't stop. And it was, it's when I think back to it, and it's been so many years now because I'm 40, but it's so strange that if someone like, and mom never put pressure on us to be there, but good Lord, if there had been pressure that like, I, I had to go to grief counseling before she died because you're going, wait a sec. Like, how does this work? You know, your parent, you're, you grow up expecting that eventually your parent will die, but not until you're older. Like there's so many things happening. Right. And, and we were never thrust into the caregiver role, but it really does mess with you when you are. So, so and, and when, if your kids are younger, like if you're younger, I don't know how anyone could really process that to be honest, you know? And so if people are using this, Oh, this thing. And, and they're, they're assuming that this is going to happen when they're in their seventies and eighties and their kids are adults, yeah. not even thinking that their kids are going to be probably raising their own children, maybe going through financial crisis, maybe lost it. Like who knows, maybe living in a completely different country. Like it's just, people don't think they don't understand. And I'm not saying this for people to stop having kids by any means, but I'm just saying like, if that's your reason, if that's your reason, what are you asking? Like, think about what you're asking another human being. 
it's 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 a lot it's a lot well well and when you're telling them you're telling them that the the reason i wanted to have you was to one day take care of me in my last dying moments like your life is much longer than that (laughs) yeah and you don't know like my like again using my mom as an example is like her last dying moments were in the back of an ambulance so like you know my like technically she was still in the driveway of the family home my brother was there but she was in the back of an ambulance when she technically passed. So mm. like, and, and I share this specifically, and I will say this exact, I have said this exact thing to trolls on my Instagram page when I'm in the mood and it's not for their benefit. It's for anyone reading it because there's the reality of, of death and when you die and how you die and you can't control where you're going to be and when, and, and, expecting people to be at your bedside like it's you know i mean i i i don't say that as a, as an in an upset way i'm just saying like from a realistic way and honestly i kind of like having that example to use because people people generalize things without thinking so when you can use an example i, I like it there's a, there's a purpose for it because again it's not cuz i'm going to convince them but hello, think about it. <laughs> really think yeah. about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, I think everybody, whether you have a kids or not, needs to take like be like prepare yourself psychologically and financially. So then if the beautiful surrounding that you really want happens, great. If it doesn't happen, you're also okay. That's what's ultimately important is like how we are in our final days. Because I think about this a lot, like not obsessively, but I'm I'm okay with my mortality. And, and I, you know, I just visualize like just falling asleep and, and just not waking up one day. And the thought of having it a big production, and I'm a very theatrical person, but, you know, like to have, to be surrounded, like I feel like let's, let's just ease out. It's been a great life. I'm good. Check you later. You'll dress yeah. me up in my Dolce & Gabbana shoes with wigs and I'll have a viewing, although I'm not going to have a funeral. That's in my will. But, you know, if I'm really famous by the time that happens, sure, give me a parade. But, like, all honestly, everyone does need to think about, think a little bit further. And then you're not putting pressure on people to be there. Yeah. That was a very long soapbox moment. I think we have to end now. <laughs> We can wrap it if you want to. That's fine. Uh, well, we got 10 more minutes. We can go 10 okay. more minutes. All right. Let's, uh, let's see what CBS News says. Um, so it says, are you a dink? D-I-N-K. Do you want to come no kids? Uh, more couples are choosing that lifestyle. So again, I don't know why the algorithm is just really latched on a dink. Maybe because it's, a, I mean, number one, hashtag dink. It's four letters. It's so easy to make a hashtag out of it. I think that's why it's so popular. Maybe. It's just easy to say. And again, asterisk here child for people we don't we don't own the term dink dual income no kids it means no kids that could also mean no kids right now like you know it's not it's not child free it's Mm -hmm. but again i don't think these people writing these articles are going to understand that necessarily either so let's see what it gets into um all right so uh See, are you holding off on starting a family? So that's how it starts. But that to me, what is that? To me, that reads holding off, meaning it's going to be in the, it's inevitable, but right now Mm -hmm. you're not. That's how I read it. I don't know if you read it the same way. Yeah. So it says, are you holding off on starting a family? It says, well, you're not alone. The latest lifestyle trend, again, not a a trend. It's not a movement. Like it's people, (laughs) 
don't do it. Um, anyway, the latest lifestyle trend is that couples are seeking to have fewer financial responsibilities and more disposable income. Uh, viral terms often make their way into our daily conversations and shape the way we express ourselves. One such term that has recently taken the internet by storm is dink. Again, the term dink has been around for decades, but whatever. Uh, oh, here we go. It dates back to the late 1980s or to the 1980s, but now it's making a comeback. Dink stands for dual income, no kids. So why are more couples choosing this route? Um, raising a child, this is in quotation marks, raising a child can be expensive and is a lifetime commitment for many people, says uh, Dr. Irani of uh, Towson University Regional Economic Studies Institute, chief economist. For, wow, that's, 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 okay. yeah, that's a lot of words in my <laughs> mouth. Um, so many people say, uh, so many people may not feel they're responsible enough to do that. They want to enjoy life's experiences. I that's such a flippant thing to say. So many people. This may whole not article feel, is already done wrong as it feel is. Feel they're <laughs> responsible enough to do that. So you're, uh, yeah. Like I feel like I'm an extremely responsible person, extremely responsible, and I'm choosing not to have kids. So you know. It, it's and, these it's these people like th this type of sorry not these people it's this kind of response this these are the individuals that we do need to have discussions with at some well, point going who, who wrote this uh well Amy that kawada reach person, out to us we're happy to like speak with you and be interviewed by you or have you on i, I have we responded to to media requests and when I go a little different route, they never use them because, yeah. first of all, we point out the facts that, look, there is a lot more thought that goes into this. This is not a new trend, even if it's a quote unquote comeback. But I don't I, I, I don't feel like the people making these statements. I'm talking about the doctor in this situation. And, and maybe this was taken out of context. It's entirely possible that there was more and they just maybe used a part, yeah. part of this be. because that's also a possibility. But it's presented it, 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 oh, exactly what you said. It's just, it's very <laughs> flippant, but there, we need to somehow have a discussion around how it's presented and why it's flippant and, and the damage yeah. it actually does, which yeah. is really on the journalist and not so much on the doctor. Well, it, well, it, but it, it doesn't help the conversation move forward. No. It's, it's placing, um, blame and shame on child free people. But then that also inadvertently, places a lot of pressure on parents. Like it's being like, Oh mm -hmm. my God, I have to be so responsible. I have to do it. Like it, it's creating that pressure. Like, again, you know, it's not a us versus them mentality. Like we're all in this together. It, it parents should be leaning on child-free people in the sense of, of acceptance to where it's like, Hey, it's totally cool that you don't want kids good for you without needing excuses of why, like not even asking why, who cares? Like it doesn't matter because it goes the same way. It's like, I'm not asking why they had kids or what kind of parents are there. Where, where are your shortcomings as a parent? Like rate yourself. Like what's, what's well, wrong with you? Like we don't do that. Like exactly. But also to your point, the, the pressure on parents or like the responsibility. I don't know what the stats are in the U S but it's just, there are a lot of irresponsible people who've had children who continue to have children. I would say at least one. There's at least one irresponsible person. <laughs> because, because like, again, the motive for having children, and I'm going to be super harsh here, just, just, there's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, you just read any kind of news outlet, whatever, you're, there's going to be something that's happening, and you're going, they should have never had children. 
but you can't put that into an article like that because there are children involved. So never are they saying, oh, this person was so irresponsible that they never should have had a ch child. It's those that have said, okay, this isn't for us. That's a lot of responsibility. And then these stupid flippant remarks come out. It's just, it's yeah. so backwards. And I wish Jen Childfree sister were here right now because we also we'd plug her uh, podcast, but she would have something to say in a way that, that can demonstrate much better than I can. If right you now. like but, true crime, there you go. But, like but it, it's, I think for me is because I tend to go the, the tactful Canadian diplomatic route and I, and I won't quite say what I really want to say. <laughs> How about this? Um, anyway, all right. It's all right. Let's see. Uh, so, a social media influencer, Hillary uh, Bowles, Bowles uh, yeah. is embodying and documenting her and her husband's child free with a hyphen lifestyle on TikTok and Instagram. Um, in quotations, excuse me. Uh, we're not ready for kids. We've taken our time. We're approaching our 30s. So like you have more money to travel and do all those things. And we're just enjoying that while we don't have kids. Because while we, can, we don't have kids, people. Oh, I'm, oh, wow. I'm getting there. Sorry. Because you can you can do that with kids, but it definitely changes things. So uh, what I'm seeing here, it says child-free with a hyphen. Is Hillary, Hillary, are you and your spouse actually child-free or you just don't have kids right now? Because it, it doesn't, it sounds like that, like, while we don't have kids. So yeah, that, that, that's what I keyed into. And approaching 30s. And I hate well, to here, here's like, we're, like, we're not we're not ready for kids. So that that's right. the that's word a, ready right there. Yeah. Um it, yeah. So very, so, very um, different from being child free as in we're not gonna have children. But going back to my asterisk on the term dink, she and her husband are dinks. They don't have kids it, right now. Um, like they 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 can use that acronym and that hashtag all they want, and that's that's why it's, I believe, picked up so much steam is because these people that you can call them kidless or childless and child-free, all three of them are in dink. Like they're all, all three are there. And so we have if this wanna... term on the International Child-Free Day website. Pardon us, audience. We're going to have a board meeting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have, we, we didn't tackle this, this um, definition. I don't think we did. Right? Do you think we should? Think because... Um, Given the fact that it is kind of trendy, and I know like where it's ch child, we talk about child. Well, it's misunderstood in in my yeah. eyes, like it, on all fields, it's misunderstood. Totally. Um, so, do you think that would be uh, maybe, possibly, okay. yeah, a, a, a temporary <laughs> definition or something put there? Who knows? We'll we'll figure it or, out. Um, no, or or just acknowledging that it can mean different things. We don't have to do the like it's going to be the same definition, but in case someone is using that as a re that website as a resource yeah, for explanation, no, you know, just point. to say yeah. like it's used different ways, not saying one's right or wrong. It's just, here's the reality. When you use that term, you are not re technically referring to people who are child-free. They also include people who are child-free right now. So I, yeah. it, it might be worth adding. I would, so. my definition would be number one, this is not a trend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So let's see. Uh, it said others told WJZ they agree in quotation marks. Um, I fully support the dink phase. What? See? Um, okay. Baltimore resident Lucy Schultz said, um, <laughs> I, 
I, I don't, I don't know why she would definitely want her name in here now, but um, I don't see the rush in it anymore with all the advances in medicine and medical treatment. Women don't need to have kids, you know, like they used, used to, to as young as they, they used never, to have. they never needed to have kids in the first place, but whatever. That's a whole other conversation. Okay. Again, uh, that's the first time I've seen phase Ink next phased. to the word dink. Wow. So, but, but again, it's not child free, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, Hey, I know we were talking about 2024 convention. I want to yeah. put that. I'm just going to go make a note on our panel suggestions, the third phase, because that's, that would be curious. Mm, you know, yeah, without yeah. the audience, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, I think that would be. Yeah. I, I can see that. Outrage. Okay. Hang on. Keep All talking. Right. I'm going to. All right. Um, let's see with the way the economy is going and the way it's tough to get by in the world today. Um, that's, wait, what? There's, that's where the quote ends. That's weird. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I agree. There you go. Um, let's see. Another person says, I just like kids. That's not good. Brandon. Um, you better say more. Uh, he says, yeah, I want all that jazz. What? Where do they hold on? Who wrote this article again? Is this the same one? Yeah. Amy, wow. you need to reach out to us and, and have a conversation that, I mean, or I'm just reading it poorly i don't know if you've seen this on video it's on the screen like in real time you can see exactly what we're reading um anyway okay i think we're down to the end so last paragraph uh doc dr irani said whatever lifestyle choice you choose it's all about understanding your own wants and needs and not always following a timeline of what you uh should be doing by a certain age mm -hmm. um so for now bulls is living her best dink life uh, we're having so much fun and we have no regrets whatsoever. Good for you. Great. Um, but of course, right. because you still potentially have children in your future by your own admission. Yeah. So, so this is, this is uh, to end, but on that same topic of dinks, cause we've, we've talked about how, like, you know, I've had these conversations about there's three different camps. There are people that, that currently don't have kids. So they're dual income, no kids. And, and there's potential for them that they may want to have children in the future. Then there's dinks, those that cannot have children and have, you know, are dual income, no kids due to circumstance. And there are those that are child-free dinks. So there's three different branches, if you will, mm -hmm. all using the same term. And I had had, you know, we talk about how, if anyone's creating content or groups around that, that um term to keep in mind that you're going to attract three different kinds of people yep yeah unless so, there's so, clarity so it's you know it's, it's it's fascinating annoying but fascinating how maybe that's why this is this is term is picked up by the media because first of all it's couples so that's digestible to your regular audience your, re your regular mainstream audience and because yeah. it's not like there is a, a a kid part of the conversation because people are like, well, right now the right word now, phase, yeah. it's like they it's can't not child accept, free. exactly they can't accept the definitive no kids ever, but they can handle the yeah we're young we're doing our thing, mm -hmm. you know whether but yeah. they're not featuring dink couples who are in their sixties. Or 70s. Yeah. I mean, because I yeah. assume then they probably go after empty nesters, knowing journalists. Possibly. Well, and, and if so they have income, if they're retired, I guess it. So what's retired? Uh, rink? 
Reti- retirement income, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> but, ooh, maybe. Because there's Pank, which is professional aunt, no kids. Yeah, yeah. Technically, I'm one of those. There's I like or, or, Punk, which is professional uncle, no kids. I like that well, one. Well, I, I created my own Hunk. It's happy uncle, no kids. <laughs> and then I also, I also created Hawk, which is happy aunt without kids. You can be a yeah. Hawk. That sounds I like that better than pink. Okay. So (laughs) I I mean. (laughs) (laughs) And a hunk. Hawks and hunks. Come on now. Um, Anyway, Lenora, how can people find us? Uh, well, if you want to find us, you can go to our lovely website, childforemedia.com, which is actually the best place to go because then you can sign up for the weekly newsletter, uh, which will contain uh, all the latest podcast episodes, including replays of this one. And uh, any events, any event recaps, and we're releasing the child-free convention uh, panels, individual panels through that uh, newsletter as well. So again, childfreemedia.com. And if you're also a potential, uh, potential, potential budding uh, content creator, curious about, you know, how to start in the child-free space, reach out to us through there as well. So our email is childfreemedia at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at child free media um, as well. So again, Sounds if great. you want to, yeah, contact us, got questions, concerns, articles you want us to comment on email. us. Yeah. And even if you just want to have like a, a, a one-off conversation on the topic of, of mm-hmm. your life or something child free related, that's why we're here. That's why we created child free media is to give you that Avenue to do so mm-hmm. and to not feel that immense pressure of, um, needing to consistently create more and more and more just for something you just want to get off your chest or speak about and um, put out there into the, the child-free sphere. Exactly. So, and actually, yeah. that's, that's really a good idea. I don't think I've ever put this out before, but if you uh, have some things to say, uh, I was going to say within reason, but we'll, we'll read everything. But if there's something that, that you generally have an opinion about and you want to remain anonymous, we uh, sometimes we feature child free opinion section in the newsletter and we can definitely keep you anonymous. So you can email us again at childfreemedia at gmail, childfreemedia at gmail.com and and send us your opinions and we will edit for clarity if we have to, but we'll be in touch. Um, and if, if you would like to, again, you can have your name attached or you can keep it anonymous. But if there is something you would like to get off your chest, like Cody said, you don't and you don't want to make a, a big deal about it, but you do want it read definitely submit it to our newsletter. We, we happily take that as well. So, yeah. So with that, that's this episode of Twick. We will see you next time. Thanks everybody. Thank you, everybody. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.